Oh, what is the upskies, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the GX GamerCast. We are on episode 45. And apologies out of the gate really quickly that I didn't have one uh, GamerCast last week. I just had too much going on, man. I had too many big games playing at the same time. Didn't did, Just didn't have them beaten yet, so I didn't have anything really ready to go. And I already played my top 10 cards so I was like fuck it I'll just take a week off and that's how that's going to be but I decided I don't know why I just didn't put this one uh, together I was like well why didn't I just do like a a first impressions of Zelda but then it's it's already too late so here we are we're gonna do that this week I am about at this time frame about 45 hours into Tears of the Kingdom so far so today we're going to take some time and I'm going to go through my first impressions of the game so far. Uh, it's going to be spoiler free, not going to do anything spoiler wise because honestly I barely even touched the main storyline of Tears of the Kingdom so far. And yeah, I'm 45 hours in, I just finished my first temple, if you want to call it that, in Tears of the Kingdom and I'm not even going to be talking about that. I'm just going to be kind of sticking to the new features in the game and... Yeah, just kind of my experience uh, playing around with the new features and yeah, just kind of my experience so far. Pretty basic, but uh, before we get into the Zelda talk, let's talk about what I've been up to over the last, I guess, two weeks here. So we got some catching up to do. Let's start... Let's start with some movie. Let's I, like, yeah, movie because I only watched one, and that movie was Megan. Uh, fuck, man, I um, I started watching it a while ago, and then just I just ended up. I don't know why. I just ended up watching something else. But Megan has been on my list for a bit. I watched it last week. A little bit high on mushrooms. Not a big deal, but oh, this was a hell of a movie. Really, really liked this movie quite a bit. Now it is a horror movie. It's uh, it it now it's not the scariest movie of all time or anything like that. It's about a android AI. Uh, you're following with uh, a lady. She's uh, she works in building new toys for for kids and stuff. But she's got this very advanced uh, AI robotic model kind of deal. And yeah, things kind of get crazy with the AI. So they're playing around with you know the the dangers of AI. There's definitely uh, a theme throughout this this movie, but man, was it ever just kind of a smorgasbord of of a lot of stuff? It had some good laughs. It had like really creepy, disturbing moments. It had just good good drama. The acting was excellent. I really really enjoyed the acting in this movie. Top notch performances all around. Uh, there's a few uh, scenes in the movie where you get some. It was honestly one of the funnier moments in the movie where uh, kind of a dancing situation going on. Very creepy, but uh, very well done. I, I very much so enjoyed the movie. Banger. Just a really all-around good movie. Yeah, it's good kills in there. I really liked it. I highly recommend you check it out. And mushrooms are not a must, but I thought I had a good time doing mushrooms with it. So I, I felt uh, very one with the movie. It was, uh, yeah, very good movie. I highly enjoyed that one. Uh, in terms of television, we got, uh, I finished off Welcome to Wrexham. Fucking really, really just good, heartfelt, feel-good show. So if you're feeling down or something like that, I mean, watch some Wrexham. That's just an uplifting, good-natured show. Lots of good feels. And even when things don't go right, like it's 
you know, just, oh, we'll get him next time kind of deal. So finish that off. I thought it was awesome. I'm super disappointed. Uh, This is kind of hockey-related, but Ryan Reynolds was in on trying to purchase the Ottawa Senators, the hockey team, and I was really, really, really hoping that he was going to get that sale because I was hoping we would get a Welcome to Wrexham-style show, but with the Ottawa Senators, the hockey team. I thought that would have been so good for numerous reasons. I thought it would, would have been really good for the NHL because... I feel like there's a little bit of a lacking of, I don't know, just stuff to watch on what's going on with teams like right now. And the Ottawa Senators would be a very, very interesting team to get some cameras into their locker rooms because they're in kind of a turbulent situation right now. I mean, Arizona would be the number one team to have cameras in there right now. But um, yeah, I mean, it's not necessarily over yet. Uh, the Ottawa Senators have been purchased, and Ryan Reynolds was not the one that was in on that. But, I mean, maybe down the line he can get in there somehow. I really, really hope so because really liked Wrexham. I don't even – I'm not a soccer guy at all, but I found it very, very fun. I learned a lot about soccer in the leagues and everything like that, so there was a lot of that. Lots of comedy in there. You got Rob McElhaney, the, he He's on uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And Ryan Reynolds is a very funny guy themselves they're very adorable bromance that grows throughout the entire show uh all the people of Wrexham the town and everything lots of great characters feel good stories all sprinkled in throughout there so just a great I mean sports show if you if you like good sports stories you're definitely going to get something out of Wrexham very easy watch it is a longer series like I said I think it is 18 episodes but they're Aside from two episodes that were like 45 minutes, it's a 25, 28-minute long show, so it was really easy to get through, nice watch. Really enjoyed it. So, yeah, I'm hoping that maybe... I'm hoping we'll get more. I don't. I have no idea if they're going to do another season of Welcome to Wrexham. I really, really hope so. But, uh, again, I would really more so love them to do a Welcome to Ottawa Senators. That would be fucking dope. But yes, I really enjoyed Wrexham. If you like sports stuff or just looking for a a good feel-good thing, Wrexham, I think, would be good. And then if you want to feel like a backstabbing scumbag, then you should check out the show Succession. I've been diving into Succession quite a bit now. Um, in Season 2, I needed to do a little bit of rewatching because, I don't know, I... I just kind of got lost a little bit in there and now we're we're all back I'm, I'm getting close to the end of season two now and yeah it's a very it's it's not necessarily a show that is all the way up my alley I, I tend to not uh be super into these kind of political kind of shows you know what I'm saying but uh this one does it in a fun way it's uh, a little bit funny it's filmed a little bit differently than other tv shows like I said it's kind of got that not quite the office, but there's definitely like handheld cameras with the zoom ins and shit. So it's kind of got a, a similar feel to that. Uh, character wise, you got some really <laughs> interesting characters for sure. Like Roman is really developing into a, quite the character right about now. I really have grown uh, grown quite fond of Jerry. She's like the older, I don't know, just solid rock in there, but. She and Roman's got some really weird shit going on. The old man, Logan Roy, is just, like, borderline psychotic and and a genius. And, like, oh, it's wild, man. And um, uh, this other character, her name is Rhea. She's kind of like this third party that's working with 
uh, this other media corporation that they're trying to buy up. I think she is awesome, incredibly cute. She's just such a little... mm. She's kind of like the little finger of the show. She's like... Oh, she's pulling so many strings and like involved in so much shit. Yeah, it's uh, it's a lot. There's like a, just, the whole show is just about like backstabbing and and planning behind this guy's back and that guy's back, only for it to blow up in your face kind of deal. So if that sounds like a show up your kind of alley, this is like the ultimate. Like it's just all backstabbing and and all this stuff. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a good show i like it i don't love it but i definitely like it enough i'm gonna stick with it i know people are absolutely over the fucking moon about this show for me i'm like yeah it's good i'm enjoying it um it's just not a show that's all the way up my alley but i like it so i i don't know i i i'm a little bit conflicted uh but i like it i'm gonna keep going with it it's only a four season show so and it's done now so yeah yeah i'm gonna keep going so that's about everything that I've been watching here in terms of video games, and this is this is kind of why it's been uh, not not a lot has changed here. I'm still playing through Final Fantasy VI. I'm getting very close to the end of that one, so we're gonna be doing uh, an episode. Maybe I think not. Definitely not next episode, but I'm looking for the episode after that. We should be looking at. Uh, Final Fantasy VI, which will be another entry into the backlog series of retro games that are basically must-plays or some of the best of its time, and I'm going back and, and playing through some of these games and seeing if they stand up to the test of time, if they're worth your money and time to play through today. So that will be the uh, the episode of Final Fantasy VI should be upcoming soon. As far as from what I can tell from the guide, I am very, very close to the end. I'm just kind of cleaning up some extra side stuff, making sure I got doing as much as I can, trying to experience as much of the game as I can, and I will happily report that I am getting, uh, I am playing the Pixel Remaster, and I am getting through the game extremely, uh, much faster than I would have uh, playing through the original because of all the quality of life updates, which we will talk about in full during the Final Fantasy VI episode. So be looking forward to that. If you have any questions related to Final Fantasy VI, Pixel Remaster, send in your questions now before I record that episode and I can answer your questions on that episode. So if you have them, send them in now. That would be much so appreciated. Finally, I finally finished Resident Evil 8 Village. So you can go over onto the YouTube channel down below. The link is there. Finally finished that game. And yes, the ending was very wild. Very, very wild. Lots of shit going on. Um... Without really spoiling anything, I mean, there's going to be another Resident Evil. There will be a Resident Evil 9. I look forward to see what they're going to do with that one because the ending was like, whoa. So I liked it. It was a really good game. I really did enjoy it. But in terms of Resident Evils, it's going to be a little bit lower on my list in terms of my overall favorite Resident Evils. It was really good, though. There was just nothing that really stood out from the formula uh, my big thing is like, you know, we had seven hit hit me so hard because it was such a change in formula. We're going first person now. The graphics just took this massive leap and everything. So a lot of that didn't hit me the same way that it did in seven going to eight because that's already been established. Uh, the characters like the the 
enemies and the bosses. You know, very just kind of standard, but not bad. It definitely wasn't bad. I liked it. It was a really good Resident Evil. I would recommend it, as, you know, obviously to Resident Evil fans. If you're newer to the series, I would definitely suggest you go and play 7 because these are, uh, it looks like we're going to, I don't know how many games they're going to have, but this is a series of games of... Uh, so you, it's like it's a connected story. So seven goes into eight. Eight will probably go into nine. So don't skip seven. Really, really good game. I enjoyed it more than eight, uh, but they're they're pretty close. They're just both very well made games. Really good stuff. So finally finished that one up. The finale on those I believe will be going. It should be up next weekend. I think is when I got the finals or the finale scheduled to go up on YouTube, so you can go over and check that out. I'm looking to play, I'm looking for my next game. I've been eyeing up another Telltale game. I just haven't picked which one yet. Kind of, I really don't want to do Walking Dead because there's so many of those on YouTube, especially everyone and your grandma has a Walking Dead Let's Play, Telltale series Let's Play on YouTube. So I was kind of thinking maybe doing one of the weirder ones, maybe the Borderlands. I got the Batman. I got Game of Thrones. So if if you're inclined to uh, let me know if you're interested in either of those, you can let me know. I also have the um, uh, the the oh, fuck I forget what they're called the some sort of horror anthology series, the uh, Man of Medan game, and. Yeah, House of Ashes and stuff. I have those. I also want to be doing those. Uh, the Quarry is another one that I have on the docket that I've wanted to do a uh, Let's Play of on YouTube. So any of those, if they interest interest you, let me know. You can send a comment on YouTube. Uh, also, these uh, the episodes now are going to be uploaded to YouTube, the full podcast episodes. Um, I'm just able to do that now with, with ease, so you can... If you have comments or questions, anything like that, they're going straight up to the YouTube. Uh, probably they'll be up uh, a few hours, I would imagine, after they go up on Spotify and stuff. It just takes them a little bit longer. But I'm happy to announce that the podcast episodes will also be going on to my YouTube channel. So that's really awesome. Uh, that's cool. So if you have suggestions for uh, any of those games or anything like that that you'd like me to play, let me know. Uh, obviously, I've been still playing through Tears of the Kingdom. That is just uh, an ongoing situation with me. And we'll be talking about that in just a short moment. And I have been playing through Persona 4. A lot of Persona 4 over the last couple weeks, man. I've been pounding that game, really trying to get that one done. And I am happy to report that I have beaten Persona 4. Last night, rolled credits on that bad boy and... That will be next week's episode. Next week's episode will be Persona 4. I will be talking all about that game and how I feel about it. It's uh, it's going to be a good one. I have a lot to talk about with that game. And uh, it was it was great. It was really, really great. So I um, can't wait to do that episode next week. It should be a lot of fun. So your Persona fans, look forward to that. Again, if you have any questions, you can send them in. I will probably already have it recorded, but you know, it doesn't, I can always answer it on the next episode, it's no big deal, or I can just answer it on the YouTube, it's all good, so Persona 4 finally beat that thing, honestly, I was a little bit surprised that it was over, because with Persona games, I find the play, like when you look up, how long does it take to beat Persona, you can get 
some very varied answers. You can see, you, you can see things. Oh, you can beat it as soon as like 60, 70 hours. Other people are like, oh, you're looking at at least 120. So yeah, I had a bit of the opposite. I beat Persona 5. I thought it was going to be way shorter. It ended up being 50 hours longer than I thought it was going to be. Not complaining. I've just, I was just blown away. And then Persona 4 was kind of the opposite. I thought I had maybe another 20, 25 hours. And then it was just over. I was like, oh, so I mean, yeah, so there's that. So next week will be Persona 4. That's going to be a lot of fun. And that is it, everybody. That's all I've been up to over the last week. Please let me know. I always encourage y'all listeners out there. Let me know what you're up to. Let me know if you're into a good TV show, watched a really good movie lately, or you're into a really good video game. Like I'm all about it. I love recommendations. Like I say, there's so much freaking media out there. There's so many movies, television shows, music, video games. There's no way that I can have my eyes and my radar on everything that is coming out. So if you have something out there that you think, man, I really like this, maybe I, maybe he would like that. I love a good recommendation, man. I may not get to it right away when you recommend it, but I take a mental note and it gets put onto the pile of all the other shit that I got to check out. So love to hear recommendations. Love to hear what y'all are into. So that's everything. Let's get into Legend of Zelda Tears of the Frickin' Kingdom. Boy, howdy, where do we even start with Tears of the Freaking Kingdom, man? I mean, wow. A game that started out as a DLC concept for Breath of the Wild has emerged into this incredible package. And oh my goodness, I can't wait. But before I get too into it, I will just kind of run down a quick history of me and uh, the, I guess, Breath of the Wild and all that stuff. So with Breath of the Wild, that was literally the reason why I bought a Switch. I just heard so many good things about that game, saw the gameplay, and I was like, I have to have this. Like, I cannot miss this one. I skipped the Wii U, and I, I know a lot of us did, but I could not skip on the Switch. And one of the best decisions of my life was getting a Switch and Breath of the Wild. So... I played the shit out of Breath of the Wild, and uh, sadly, I have to admit, I only just recently beat Breath of the Wild. I literally uh, did everything that I wanted to do with Breath of the Wild when I played it originally, and then I stopped myself at uh, Ganon, and I just left it there. I was like, I don't want to finish this game. Or and, and then I just I won't have a reason to really come back to it. That was my thinking. I was like, well, if I leave Ganon open, then I can come back here and have a reason to come back. And that day didn't come until about the day before Tears of the Kingdom launched and came out. I popped in Breath of the Wild and I beat Ganon. And I must say, it was incredibly... Uh, I wouldn't say difficult, but it was definitely awkward to return to a game, an, the end part of a game that I haven't played in years, and trying to relearn everything. It was rough, but thankfully Ganon wasn't that you know tough of a boss fight, so I finally officially beat Breath of the Wild just uh, like a month ago. And uh, yeah, really set me up for Tears of the Kingdom, and man, that... You know, this is why I don't like to get into the hype train of games getting announced and all that stuff because it just makes that wait all that much longer and terrible feeling. So Tears of the Kingdom, I won't lie, literally crept up on me. I was like, holy shit, the game is coming out in two weeks. And then the hype really hit me. So I went out, bought that game day one, and it's been an amazing experience so far. So 
let's, uh, I don't know where the hell we should begin with this. So I think we'll start out with the new stuff that's been added into this. Well, actually, let's just, let's start with the basics. So a lot of this, there's a lot of stuff, obviously, from Breath of the Wild that is still here. We are still in Hyrule, and Hyrule, for the most part, hasn't changed as an overworld. You got uh, a lot of the same uh, monuments and places that you've seen in Breath of the Wild, except now, obviously, time has passed quite a bit, and some things have changed, and... A big thing that they added now is that you get to explore the skies and you get to explore the depths of Hyrule now, which is fucking awesome. And I will admit, man, um, at least so far, I have definitely spent a substantially a substantial amount of time underneath Hyrule, uh, more so than I have uh, above Hyrule. I spent a lot of time underground so far. I remember the first time I went underground, man, I was down there for like three days. It felt like Elden Ring all over again, right? You get into this area in Elden Ring and you're just, it's so big. There's so much to find. There's so much to see and do that you're just in this little nook of an area for days, just spending hours looking around and I'm getting the same feeling here in Legend of Zelda you're just you're like oh, I'm gonna go over to this mountain range and then you, 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 you god there's just so freaking much and now you'll find a cave or you'll especially find wells or you're gonna find these just massive chasms and you can just go down into them and just explore this completely different world underneath Hyrule. So that is just one of the very many additions that have been added to this game. And I understand there probably are some people out there that feel that, oh, this game is just a $90 DLC. Uh, no, I, I can't sit here and say that this is a $90 DLC. And if it is, it is the greatest DLC ever created and well worth the money here so far. Absolutely. But, I mean, you, you got this amazing framework of Breath of the Wild, and you really can't just let that be a one and done, right? So I, I don't blame them for making another game with a very similar feel and framework of Breath of the Wild, but I'm telling you, there is so much more meat on the bone uh, added to the framework of what was Breath of the Wild, and just this little nugget of of the underground thing has provided me with so many new experiences and so even just the exploration of the underground is so vastly different than it is exploring above ground so you get down there obviously you're hundreds and hundreds of meters underneath the ground it's pitch black down there so you're gonna get there's obviously a variety of new um what do you call them uh just materials and resources that you can use one of them are these seeds that when you throw them they give you some light so you get a whole bunch of those and you're exploring underneath there throwing down these seeds and you're just you're and it just opens up you're like whoa and when the light hits it down there like whoa this place is massive there's so much going on down there man there's so much there's enemies down there there's other big chasms there's fucking like underground forests there's giant mushrooms it's a lot of shit is going on down there and the main thing that you're looking for down there you're going to be looking for these big tree roots you find the tree roots and you kind of you basically turn them on and it'll turn on the lights basically down there in a big section of the underground and man um uh in my about 45 50 hours i've maybe uncovered 
maybe half, slightly under, maybe slightly more than half of the underground. So I'm telling you that this game is at least twice the size, probably more than twice the size of Breath of the Wild. And Breath of the Wild was a massively huge, dense game. Almost everywhere you go, there's something going on. There's always something to do. And there's not many open world games that can hit that as good as Legend of Zelda. You got like your Elden Rings, you got your Red Dead Redemptions where there's just... There's no wasted space. In Legend of Zelda, wow, there is so much in this game to do. It's insane. So the underground is just kind of scratching the surface, or the underground, I guess, of some of the new shit in this game. But there are there are some familiarities even to the underground. I mean, you have the shrines that are underneath there, which are from Breath of the Wild. Now, some people liked the shrines, some people didn't like the shrines. I really, really like the shrines in Breath of the Wild, so... They didn't take out temples in Breath of the Wild. They just didn't have as many of them as people are used to in their Legend of Zelda games. I believe there were four temples in Breath of the Wild. But then there's like a hundred, two, three hundred shrines that you'll find all scattered throughout Hyrule. And now in Tears of the Kingdom, you have them not only above ground, you have them in the sky, you have them underneath the ground. But even that familiarity... It's like, it's not, I don't think the familiarity in Breath of the Wild, in uh, Tears of the Kingdom is bad at all. It's like seeing an old friend that, you, you know, you were at school and then you had your summer break. You didn't get to see each other all summer. Then you saw, you see your friend again on that first day of school. It's kind of like that. Like, it's like, oh, my good old friend, Breath of the Wild. It's like, it's that, but so much more, right? So everything that I'm familiar with that I've experienced in Tears of the Kingdom so far was like, almost like a a relief almost like like ah oh, i remember this oh yeah this was oh this is good like the main one was like the the karok seeds or whatever the little um little dudes that you'll find scattered all over the fucking place uh, everywhere like anything that is a little bit out of the norm there's probably a fucking seed there like why is that rock over there go check underneath it there's probably a karok underneath there and man that was like one of the big draws in Breath of the Wild for me. I got so addicted to just going around and finding those little fuckers because they're everywhere and they're so satisfying. Like it's just a nice little, hey, you found me. Like, ah, oh, good job. And it's so quick and they're just bang, bang, and they're all over the place. And you feel so satisfied when you're like, hmm. I wonder, and you go over there, and yep, there was one there. Of course there was. And you're like, ah, it's just this constant drip of satisfaction. And yeah, that was one of the things I got familiar with right away. I was like, it took me no time to start finding those little fuckers all over the place. Like, I was like, oh, oh, there's one. And yeah, I'd been finding them. And that was just something I was like craving. Like, even when I found, I didn't find all of them in Breath of the Wild, but I found so many of them. And I was like, yeah, I, I could, I want to keep going like I could just keep going finding these things like give me a thousand give me two thousand I'll just keep going and going and going so those guys are obviously back even those got a little twist so with the Karok guys normally you would just find one but now you're gonna start finding them out in the wild like just out in the open and then you're like hey help me and you go up to them and they're like hey can you bring me over here and you're like, yeah, I can bring you over here, and you'll bring him over to his other Karok friend, and then you get two seeds now. And you're like, what the fuck? So, okay, before we go into that kind of stuff, let's get to some of the big new stuff, okay? So we got a whole 
variety of new powers here. So in the old, in Breath of the Wild, you were given powers like stop time and you can like hit things. So get Okay, we got a whole new set of powers here. So let's just start from the top. We got Ultra Hand, which is a little bit similar to what we had in Breath of the Wild. Ultra Hand just allows you to pick up anything that is pickupable. And I would say... 80% of the items in Legend of Zelda, everything, you can pick up damn near everything. So you can pick up things, move them, place them, and then you can combine them with a lot of other powers. So with Ultra Hand, you can use the Fuse ability so you can attach things together and create these whatever the fuck you want, man. Like, as creative as you can get, you could probably do it in The Legend of Zelda. And I have done my due diligence to try not to go online and steal other people's ideas. I want it to be my experience. I want it to be what I build and and stuff like that. And me, growing up, I was a big Lego kid. Loved Legos and connects and fucking Mega Bloks. So, like, oh, man, this is just, like, screaming to my childhood of just building things and... Oh god man it's it's mind blowing and it literally don't want to pull out like the Fallout 4 line but it just works it just fucking works it's kind of crazy and so you get this fuse ability and not only can you sit there and build whatever you want a carriage you could build a rocket ship you can build fucking anything man there's so many materials at your ex- you could just use all this shit you got fans that you can attach to carts with wheels, and apparently you can make, like, giant fucking man-killing, slaughtering robots. You can make blimps and these massive machines and shit, and, like, I have barely scratched the surface of that mechanic alone. Like, I'm still building basic shit, like your basic cart with wheels that gets pushed around with a fan and things like that but it can get so it can get so much more advanced that I'm not ready to talk about that stuff because I haven't even gotten to that part yet I'm still kind of in my early steps with the building stuff I just unlocked the auto build uh, ability which I'll talk about in a moment so I'm still kind of learning things as I go but the possibilities are absolutely batshit man you can do so much with that feature alone so much creativity and so back to the Karoks so the ones that ask you to take me somewhere let's you get up to one he's like take me across the river and it'll have this smoke signal you're like hey I gotta get over there you look around okay what can I use around me and you start going MacGyver you're like well I got this piece of wood here I got this fucking fan so I'm gonna attach them make a fucking boat right here Bam, you attached a little dude, we go across the river, he gets to his friend, and I get two seeds, and I feel like a fucking genius. I feel like a genius. This game makes you feel smarter than we will probably ever be. I mean, my god. When I'm just like, man, I wonder if I can do that, the answer is probably yes. Whatever you think you can do, or think up, you can do in this game it's fucking bananas and i can't tell you how many times already that i was just like wow i could just do that like even in the earliest days in the earliest moments of me playing this game as simple as cutting down a tree it turning into a log i cut down another tree attach the logs together and then make myself a little bridge to cross over to the other side that simplicity i felt like a fucking golden god i was like make statues of me right now do you see what i have done i have created bridges and it's 
that's just the smallest level of satisfaction that this game brings. I mean, the things that you build and the challenges that they offer up in the temples now. So a big thing with the the shrines in Breath of the Wild was watching people come up with these insanely creative ways of getting through the temples. The great thing about the shrines and the... Well, not the temples, the shrines in Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom. You go in there, they present you a problem, and there's like seven ways to get through it. You just pick one. They're they're not really... They may give you a hint, like, uh, you know, there's this way you could, but people will come up with the most crazy ways of doing it. And the one of the earliest examples, which I feel like a lot of people can relate, is I got to the, to the shrine where they want you to kind of like there's a rail and you have to get across the rail and you can do that in a variety of ways um you can create a a thing that'll like blow across there's a whole bunch of ways and my friend we were talking and we were discussing this and he was like oh dude i made like a skateboard and i like grinded across the rail and i was like holy shit dude like you really overthought that i just walked across the rail like it was that simple i didn't even have to build anything i'm like i can't see why I wouldn't be able just to walk across it so that's exactly what I did and the game was like yeah you could do that no problem I mean you, you could have done it way more inventively but good for you so there's just so much of this man there's so much creativeness like with every single shrine you go to there's numerous ways to get through them so it's just endless amounts of possibilities and the satisfaction of coming up with it on your own and coming up with maybe an out-of-the-box idea or way to have completed that. I mean, there's... Oh my god, it's amazing. So that's... I mean, we're not even done with the fuse yet. So with fuse, you can also fuse weapons and create all new weapons and that just opens up a whole just world of, of new ways to fight. I mean, get a stick and you can attach a rock to it, which makes it like a, a rock... With a stick attached, so now it's an even more effective weapon than it was just as a stick. But then you can also take, like, monster parts, like a a horn from a really badass monster. You shove that horn onto a stick, and now you got an awesome spear. Or you can, oh my god, man, it's so fucking cool. And you can attach shit to your shields. You got, like, there's, like, a spring that you could just attach a spring to your shield and then you can hit people with the spring, send them flying. You can attach a flamethrower thing to your shield and just shoot flames out from your shield. I mean, wow. I'm fucking blown away by this shit. Like, it's really, really, really cool. So, more possibilities, more things have opened up for you. You can combine all these weapons together. It's really awesome. Really enjoyed that. It did take me a hot minute to figure out how to use that properly. I was struggling mightily trying to figure out how to like get a fucking horn attached to my spear. But now that I got it down, it's like second nature. It's really awesome. So that fuse is really fucking cool. Fuse and and the combination of ultra hand just gives you a sandbox, a unbelievably massive sandbox of possibilities of shit to do. And then you get ascend. Ascend is a really cool power, and there's like, it seems like a really basic power, but sometimes you can use it in such cool ways. So ascend is simple. It will ascend you through whatever you want to go through. So if you're underneath a block, and you want, you can literally go into the block, pass through it, and come out the other side. 
It's amazing. It's crazy. Uh, some of the most useful things you can do with it. Say you're underneath the caves. You find this cave. You're deep in the cave. You get to the end. You find your treasure. And you're like, oh, I got to walk all the way back through the cave. Oh, fuck no. Hit that ascend. You ascend up through the ground. And bam, you pop out from underneath the ground. And you're back out on the fields of Hyrule. It's amazing. And you can use it in so many other ways. There's... um. One time I got stuck underneath like a set of stairs and I was like, oh shit, I'm trapped. And I'm like, oh no, I'm not. I have a send. I'll just pop right out from underneath. Bam, no problem. So like very creative things you can do with a send. I mean, I'm not smart enough just yet to probably figure out really, really cool, unique ways to use a send. But Ascend is an extremely useful little tool whenever it just helps you get around faster. It And they also utilize it in really cool ways to get to like secret areas. You're like, hmm, this area, I, I wonder how the fuck I get in there. And then you realize like, oh, if I go underneath it and then I could pop up underneath and then you get to the treasure. You're like, fuck, that is so freaking cool. I really like Ascend, really cool feature and like, I like I like what happens like when you go into something and let's just say it's like a really long spire you're trying to get up through and it takes you a while and you're just like you go into this like weird fucking universe or something I don't know it looks really fucking cool so ascend is awesome really enjoy that and we're not done yet there's more cool new powers you got recall which just recalls things so you'll have let's just say you um you're on a cliff or something and you have like a kind of a flying device that you created and you send it off the cliff and you're like, Oh wait, shit. I, I wanted to send it off this other side of the cliff. So you hit recall and it literally, it'll rewind the thing back to the fucking cliff. So you can rewind shit again. Every one of these powers, they're utilizing it in really creative ways into puzzles into shrines and ways to, you can even like, let's, one of the cool ones that uh, I heard online, I was like, oh my god, I didn't even think about that. There'll be enemies that throw shit at you. You could sit there, hit the recall on the thing that they just threw at you, and you can fucking send it back at them. It's, oh my god. I was like, you could do that shit? I was just like, oh my god, this is so fucking cool. Oh man, recall. I mean, yeah, really useful. There's, um... Uh, a really easy way to get up into the skies. There's like these kind of rocks that will just fall from the sky and you can recall them and it'll fucking rewind you all the way back up into the sky, which is a really nice, easy way to get up there. If you're fucking want to explore up there, like I said, haven't done a whole lot of exploring. It isn't as dense as like the underground. The underground is like one for one, the size of Hyrule. And then up in the sky, it's kind of like little islands up there kind of scattered around. So it's not like just a big sheet, like a whole nother Hyrule above you, but there's definitely a lot up there to explore. It's just kind of scattered around. But recall another really cool thing. And then I just got auto build. So auto build, I, like I said, just kind of got it. So I'm still kind of learning the mechanics of it, but it's very useful. This is something that I've seen online. I was like, what the hell is that? I was like, I don't have that. I want that. And basically, it's just like, are you tired of of rebuilding the same fucking cart with wheels over and over again? Well, then auto build comes in and it will save the things that you built. You can favorite things like I just built a hot air balloon. I'm done. Go to the auto build. It'll be there like the completed version. It'll even have like the step by step, like every piece that you did. 
and it'll all be there and you can save it, save the finished product and it'll add it to a list. And then whenever you want it, as long as those materials are around, hit auto build and it'll fucking build it for you right in front of your face as long as you have the resources. And I was just like, wow, that's really fucking cool. I wish it was something that I found numerous hours earlier because I just found it about like 40 hours into the game. Would have appreciated it, you know, a little bit earlier. So if I had to tell you to maybe look something up uh, to try and get your hands on early in the game, I would try and go after that auto build thing. But if you're just a sucker that really likes to build stuff like me, I mean, I wasn't really complaining, but I did build the same like cart with wheels uh, numerous times, which was just like, ugh. but yeah. So the auto build is very, very cool. I've, it's, yeah, I just haven't been able to explore with it very much so yet, but I gone underground and I was just like, oh, you see, like, they'll have, like, little areas all throughout the game. All over Hyrule, underneath the ground, they'll have, like, these areas that just have, like, a whole bunch of, basically, building materials. And you could just go over there and build your shit. And, yeah, whenever you go down underground, there's probably one near you. So I just go over there. Bam, there's my, like, underground uh kind of big wheel vehicle that I always have down there and with the and I'll throw a a little seat on it so it has like a light and there's even like lights that you can there's so much shit man like I like I said I'm not even done with the game there's probably a lot of stuff that I haven't even discovered yet that people are like what you haven't even found this yet it's like no how can you the game is massive so auto build uh, that's uh, as far as I can tell the all the new um powers that they have given us up until now and oh man so there's even other like little things so you got like uh kind of your common thing when it comes to open world games there'll be like these big tall towers you got to go climb and in this one not only do you climb them but some of them also kind of have like a puzzle you kind of got to figure out and one of them was kind of what introduced me to how to use um the 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 ascend power because you actually have to you get to the tower, the guy's like, oh, it's locked, I can't get in. So you have to like go around the mountain, look for the cave entrance, you get in there, and then you get underneath the tower, you pop up underneath it, and then you find out that there's like a stick on the inside that's blocking the door. I was like, oh, what a cool little fun puzzle to figure out. I was like, oh man, that's just so satisfying, so cool. You get these towers, you get fucking launched into the sky with them and then it uncovers a section of the region and you can go and explore your little heart out because there's just so much to explore man and that's kind of been like kind of how it's been going with me so like i said i just finished my first temple we're gonna save the temples and all that stuff for the next episode but i tr- i was trying to make my way up there it was the rito uh, temple was the first one. I was just trying to make my way up over there, and it literally took me, like, I got sidetracked so many fucking times. Like, if you're a person with OCD, you might, I don't know if this maybe is a game for you, because, like, you may set out, like, alright, I'm going over here, this is what I'm gonna do, and, like, good luck with that. Like, to resist the temptation of, oh, what is that over there? That looks cool, that looks cool, what's that? What's this? I I can't resist it. There's no way. There's just so many stimulating things that that just draw my eye. I'm like, what is that? Oh, I need to go see that. It almost seems like the the main story, at least from a lot of the people that have been playing the game that I've talked to, it seems like the main story is kind of like, it's there, that's great, but there's just 
almost everything around this game is just like more appealing and more fun because like the level of exploration and discovery is some of the best in gaming like this right up there with Elden Ring and stuff like that like there's just so much other shit to do other than the main story that you can just get absolutely lost in this in this world doing anything but main missions I mean yes you got your main quest but there's also a fuckload of side quests you'll be meeting people in villages random people on the roads and they will send you on quests to go do shit um could be as simple as you know go look over here or oh hey there's i heard there's some monsters over in in this forest can you go deal with them for me there's a girl that will send you out to go look and find all the wells in legend of zelda and there's a lot of them and the wells are fun like the wells you you'll find them all over the fucking place there's so many of them you'll and inside there's could be a variety of things there's generally mostly uh good materials down there they have a lot of the seeds that will allow you to see things underneath in the in the deep underground and yeah there's a lot of just they're just really fun to explore and find you go bring them back to her she'll give you money for everyone that you've explored and there's also like i haven't figured out like what these things are for just yet i know there's a guy that will buy them from me but you can find these like kind of giant frog things hidden around in the world they're pretty tucked away and you find them they'll give you this like medallion i haven't figured out what those medallions do just yet but i will find out and they're pretty fun to kill and find those those little frog dudes so they're scattered all throughout obviously you got the the karok seeds and the seeds they still do the same thing that they did in breath of the wild you can find the the big dude, the big fucking Karok guy that dances. And with the seeds, you can buy upgrades to give yourself more weapon slots, more slots for bows and, and shields and all that great stuff. So I can't get enough of finding those little fuckers. I can, oh, I just spent so much time. And one of the new, just little, just little thing. It's just so little, but I, I stop dead in my tracks every time I see the sign guy you'll <laughs> be just all over the place you'll be in the worst places holding up a sign and you just gotta help him prop that sign up and keep it held up so that he can fucking tie it down and it's so much fun it's so simple like it's just all right what's he got and his signs like they start out really simple it's just like a normal sign but then he'll have a sign like attached to it that'll add like an anchor weight so you gotta like really fucking oh oh god am i right like it's so freaking fun i love that guy i'll stop dead my tracks for him every time i see him to go help him out i mean oh my god what other new little things do they have it's like little fucking mini games there's this one that i found it was like um uh fuck what are those dudes called the gerudo no the the goron yeah 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 so I found one of the Goron guys up in a mountain and he's just got like this big bell and the whole objective is just like do like and he'll, there's just a variety of things on the ground and he's just like hit the bell as hard as you can and and just leaves you up to your own devices to create uh, whatever you can to hit that bell as hard as you think you can and oh my god dude I spent like an hour just sitting there trying to fucking figure out a way to launch this rock and hit the bell it was just like wow this is so much fun so and then of course just exploring the world in general is incredibly fun like i can i spend hours you know i'll wake up in the morning i'll have a make a pot of coffee and just play and explore hyrule for hours and hours and hours and i just want more i just want to keep playing it 
But one of the great things I have to say about this game in particular is that it's not... It, it You can absolutely just play this game and play, play, play and be done with it. That's great. But this game also, it's not so hardcore that you have to just dedicate your whole entire time to this massive video game. I was playing Persona 4 on the side. I was playing Final Fantasy on the side. I was playing other games and I can easily come back to... Tears of the Kingdom, three days later, and jump right back in. I might be a little lost, be like, okay, what was I doing? But it's just really easy to jump back into it, at least for me anyway. Now, I played Breath of the Wild, but I thought, like, I never had any problems taking a few days off of Tears of the Kingdom, play something else, and then come back to it, and everything's just dandy. So this is a game that you can sit there and pitter-patter with over the course of a couple years and have a blast with it. It's not something that you have to power through and force yourself to play. It's That's kind of been my goal with it so far. Like, I really just want to cherish this and take my time with it and just fucking get everything that I can out of it because it's going to be a long time before we get another Zelda game, right? So I just want to take my time with it. And this game offers that. Like, it could be... it's whatever the fuck you want it to be you want to fuck around for an hour and just just have some fun sure if you want to get hardcore with it absolutely you can get hardcore with this game and find everything and do everything oh god this is so such a such a fantastic game and i still still got so much more to deal with in this game well, not to deal with but to explore so i guess we'll talk about kind of the the simple stuff so far like the graphics and the music so Graphically, it's fantastic. It's a it's an upgrade over Breath of the Wild. Not immensely because we're still on the same hardware, but it looks great. It has an awesome art style that just it ages great. I mean, it's a game that I imagine I will put into the Switch or turn it on ten years from now, and it's gonna feel just as good and look just as good. Nintendo is very good at nailing art styles that just age like fine wines. It's going to look good for a very, very long time. And yeah, I know people, uh, apparently there's some people that have uh, upgraded it to be in 4K and stuff like that. That's fine and dandy and everything. It's just not, it, it doesn't have to be. I mean, there's so much more to Breath of the Wild and it's still a beautiful game, even if it's not in 4K and all that stuff, 60 frames per second or whatever. It's still a gorgeous game. I was really high on shrooms uh, one night, and I was—I just stood on top of a mountain, and I just looked over Hyrule for like a half hour, and I was just like, this is fucking gorgeous. It is gorgeous. It doesn't need 4K. It's a gorgeous video game. But, but, it does, it has a couple, not major problems, but it does have some problems being on an older software that is the switch and it does deal with some slowdown sometimes now it's it's not an abundant amount of slowdown and it's not game breaking or anything but when shit gets crazy you're in a big battle and you fucking shoot a bomb at at them and everything explodes and everything catches fire it'll slow down a little bit and and then it'll catch back up but it's there that is definitely something it's there i have to mention it and one of the craziest things, honestly, is the fact that I have not experienced a single glitch yet. I have not experienced a single glitch, a crash, something going wrong, getting stuck, nothing. It's absolutely fucking mind-blowing that a game of this size, this scale, I haven't experienced nothing. 
it's all it, it's written into the code when you play a game like Fallout or, or anything like that. Like, oh, there's going to be tons of glitches in open world games. That's just kind of how it goes, right? Glitches galore, but not in this one. This is polished to some of the highest levels. I mean, I believe they took like a whole extra year just to polish up this game. And it really, really, really shows. I mean, it is incredibly, incredibly impressive what they have pulled off with this world and and just how well it is running and how just nothing seems to be out of place. It really, they they really combed over this game with a lot, a lot, a lot of love and care. And it really shows, it really does. Very, very impressive. Uh, in terms of music, uh, it's great. I mean, this is a very familiar tracks in here. You're hearing your some of the songs that you've heard from Breath of the Wild. And, I mean, that's fine. It's good music. It's still good music today. Uh, I haven't noticed many new tracks that have really popped out to me. It's just kind of epic, beautiful music. It's calm and, and, and serene and relaxing when you're kind of just exploring stuff. It's crazy and wild when you're in your big battles and everything. It hits. I mean, the music is fantastic. It it just hasn't like overly stood out to me while I'm playing, but I think that's by design because mostly I'm exploring and it's calm and that's what the music is being, is being calm and relaxing and oh, but there are some tracks though. There are some that I put into a uh, this episode that I was just like, ooh, ooh, baby, that's some good-ass shit. You got good uh, music, voice acting. I mean, it's minimal. There's not a whole lot of voice acting in it. It does the job. I'm not going to say it's fucking Oscar-worthy, but it's it's not bad. I'm not going like, ooh, Jesus, oh my God, what is this, Resident Evil or something? No, it's, it's doing the job. It does the trick. Link still doesn't talk, and that's the way I like it. I don't want him to ever say a word. I don't want that. So graphically, musically, we're hitting. It's great. It's elite. It's amazing. Really good shit. Uh, I am aware that they have encountered uh, some like item copying glitches, infinite rupees, infinite arrows, and all that stuff. Now, I haven't done it. Apparently, it's been fixed now, and it's not like something that I feel I've ever needed. I have a ton of money. I got lots of arrows. I have everything that I need, so... It's not really even a glitch that I feel like is necessary to the game, honestly, for my playthrough so far. Now, that might be because of the fact that I'm exploring so much that, yeah, I would have an abundance of resources because I've explored so very, very much so far. So, yeah, I'm loaded up on damn near everything that I need. You got, uh, you can still cook meals and everything from before, which is all great. You do have some new stuff in there as well, so... Um, I'm not going to really touch on, like, the story and, every- and everything. Like, Legend of Zelda stories are fairly basic and generally the same thing. Ganon's coming back. We got to stop him. Zelda's disappeared. We got to find her, right? So it's kind of that. But there's also, like, this gloom stuff that's all over the land. It's this kind of black and red stuff. It looks very poisonous. And it's it's not good. When you touch it, it hurts you. It's all over the place, especially underground. It's all over the place. And some enemies will be covered in it. And basically what it does to you, um, you'll get affected by the gloom. And it just takes your hearts away. And you can't refill them. So if you have, say, you have six hearts and you stand in the gloom for like 
15 seconds. It's going to take away two of your hearts and you won't be able to refill them. Even if you eat something, they're like taken away. So you'll have, you'll find things that can counteract the gloom and, and all that great stuff. So it's something that you're dealing with. It's, it's fine. It adds a little something to the game. And it brought me to uh, one of the, I guess more, I don't know. It was almost like a scary moment for me. Honestly, I've talked about this on uh, some prior episodes in the intro when I'm just talking about this game. But when I first came across the the phantom hands that will just randomly fucking show up. I don't know what causes this or anything. They just happen to show up randomly and kind of disappear randomly. But it's just this group of scary, gloomy hands. They're just like gloom that just turns into hands. It'd be like a group of six or something. And, like, everything will get dark, and this creepy music comes on, and then they'll start chasing you, and they fuck you up, man. Like, they, oh, my God, they slaughtered me. And I was just like, oh, God. So, like, I keep respawning, and then they would come back, and I would just run. I'd just run the fuck away from them, get up, climb up onto a mountain, get up on top of a house or something, just get the hell away from them. And I would kill them. I killed them the one time. It took a lot to take them down. And then a phantom Ganon just appeared. I was like, what the fuck, man? I was like, holy shit. And he fucked me up. I had no chance to beat him. I was I was very weak at the time. I had maybe five hearts. I didn't, I didn't have a lot going on. And yeah, really random. I, have, I still, to this day, don't know what their deal is. They still show up and attack me randomly. And the weird thing is like, they'll just randomly disappear and then they leave these like dark clumps behind which you can use to make like gloom resistant stuff so yeah i don't know what the story is with them don't know why phantom phantom ganon is showing up but um yeah really i don't like them they scare me whenever they show up i just run the fuck away from them until they disappear and then i can take their gloom but that was a really cool moment there's also uh it didn't hit the same way that it did when i first saw them in breath of the wild but the floating dragons that you'll just you'll just look up in the sky and there's like a there's dragons they'll just be like I think there's like two or three of them they're just floating around they did that in the first breath of the wild and the first time I saw that I was like what the fuck I was like it, is that a dragon up there and then you go to explore it and they attack you and shit there's not only are those dragons here again in in Tears of the Kingdom, I haven't really gone and looked for them, but there's also these other dragons, like these tri-headed dragons that are all like elementally themed. There's like a fire-breathing one, an electric one. I went near one of those things and it fucked me up like bad. And I was like, okay, so we won't go deal with those guys just yet. But I seen them kind of standing around in, in a couple places in Hyrule and I'm like, ooh, fuck, I don't want to go over there. And of course, you got the Lionel dudes that return. I met I met up with one of those underground. That was the first one that I found. He was actually underground, and he was like a gloom-covered one. So he was even more dangerous than your typical Lionel guy. And those guys are still kind of terrifying. So they're here. Bosses, I've only taken on one boss, so we'll save that for the other episode. You do have like your the returning kind of mini-bosses that were in Breath of the Wild, like those giant... Uh, they're called Hinoxes. They're like kind of giant ogre dudes. Those guys are here. You got those giant rock kind of dudes that you fight, but they're like, they, they, they kind of upgraded them and they'll put like a, a mob goblin like fortress on top and then they're on top and it's, it's a situation. I ran into one of those and I was like, what the fuck is going on over here? So that shit was wild. That was a really cool moment. And I had this moment not too long ago, just the other day, and it was just like a stop, put the controller down, and just like st- absorb this for a minute. But when I, I found the big mine that's under underground, and 
really kind of opened my eyes at, at like how big that place is and there's just this massive fucking like basically underground like temple it's big man there's a lot going on down there really fucking cool and i think that's pretty much everything that i want to talk about um the only things that i have written down here for like minuses or cons are the things that i've already talked about like the minor amount to slow down at times the building can be tedious where i'm talking about like building the same cart a whole bunch of times but that's fixed now with the auto build and i mean sometimes yeah you can be building things maybe in an area that's a little tight and sometimes maybe you're like oh i just want that wheel to go like right here on the fucking corner like no not there like fucking fit there and you gotta like to break pieces apart like once you fuse it you can detach them you just gotta like wiggle the stick and that could be a little bit annoying but really minor gripes honestly so far i am absolutely loving the game so far if i had to put a score on it right now it'd be like a nine but I still haven't opened up like the biggest parts of the game, right? So we could be looking at it then, then. I don't know yet. Is it going to be my favorite game of the year? I don't know yet. There's still a lot of year left and there's a lot of big games to play still. So I don't know. But all I could say so far is if you have a Switch and you don't have this thing, what the fuck? I mean, you've got to, you've got to, you cannot miss these games go do your due diligence if you haven't played breath of the wild play that first because they're not to say that it, like it's it wouldn't be ne- like it kind of makes the game a little bit it w- i just feel like it wouldn't be a good idea to play this one first and then go back to breath of the wild do breath of the wild first enjoy that game for what it is and then go to tears of the kingdom and then just be amazed at how much more they're getting out of breath of the wild you play breath of the wild and you're like fuck this is masterclass. This is incredible. How are they going to step this up? Tears of the Kingdom steps it up. I say without a doubt. What a fucking game so far. I cannot wait to finish it. It is going to be a while until we get to the second part of my Tears of the Kingdom full review. This is the first impressions. The next time we talk about it will be the final review where I will talk about the, the all the temples and the big bosses and whatever the fuck else is going to happen throughout my adventures in Hyrule and Tears of the Kingdom. But I'm going to let you know right now, absolutely enjoying it. It's a high, like, I imagine everybody has it now, but if you don't, if you're on the fence, try Breath of the Wild. If you don't like that, and you're probably not going to like Tears of the Kingdom either, which is a shame. I know there are people out there that didn't like Breath of the Wild and don't like Tears of the Kingdom, and that's fine. I completely, I don't, I can't honestly say that I understand why, but uh, it is what it is. I mean, it, it, not everybody likes everything, right? So, but I think Tears of the Kingdom hits so many balls out of the park. It's, it's. I can't call it a masterpiece just yet, but it's fucking close. It's getting up there for sure. So I can't wait to keep playing on with it. Please let me know how much you've been enjoying Tears of the Kingdom so far. My buddy, we got it on the same day, and he blew me away the other day by saying that he's already 100 hours into it. I was like, bro, I'm I'm at like 40 right now. Like, I'm blown away. And he's got a newborn and all that shit. I was like, ah, my God, that's amazing. But really happy that... Everyone that I know is enjoying the shit out of this game so far. I got a couple friends that are still, like, they're they're not eager enough to go out and get it just yet, but I cannot wait for, for their time to come when they start playing it because 
it's uh you know it's a one in a generation kind of game these kind of games don't come around very often they take a lot of time to make and oh my god is it ever good is it ever good we were we were all a little bit nervous to be like how are you gonna top breath of the wild but the days come i'm happy to say that i i feel like very strongly that they've nailed this. They they have stepped up their game in just about every way. Everything's a little bit more fun and creative. It's incredible. Absolutely. Buy Tears of the Kingdom. Right now, play it. Tell me how much you love it and all that great stuff. So thank you everybody so much for listening this week. Sorry that whatever day that this is coming out on is probably not coming out on a weekend, which means it's not the weekend, which means that sucks, which means you're probably at work or you're probably doing something that isn't awesome but even if you are doing something awesome f- fuck yeah but you know make sure uh if you liked it and everything you know send in uh comments or questions or anything like that let me know if you're liking the show if there's anything i could do better or something that i'm doing that's not good just let me know like uh, goddamn and let me know what you're up to let me know if you're liking tears of the kingdom and all that great stuff and if you're looking for more content you can follow the links down below i got a twitter page you can follow stay up to date with all the announcements and stuff if there's any schedule changes uh, if episodes are going to be late if they're going to be early if they're going to be on a different day that's the place to be to find out all that stuff you can also go on the youtube channel subscribe over there i got let's plays going up over there new one on the way if you have suggestions for a playstation game for me to play send in your suggestions maybe they'll be the next one that i play and of course now these podcasts are going up on youtube as well so if you want to listen to it on youtube be my guest it's a great place to leave your comments and all that stuff on the episodes let me know and uh you can check out resident evil over there and yeah i think that's just about everything review the podcast tell your friends let everybody know if you're enjoying it all that great stuff enjoy the rest of your day everybody and we will be back again soon with more gx plus cast i'm gonna go play some tears of the kingdom right now